0: Uh, so, today, as we often do, we will start in a comfortable, supported, seated position. So, maybe get some height for your hips, allowing the inner thighs to release downward. You might cross your legs at the ankles, you might place one heel in front of the other. You might fold your legs underneath you. You might even be sitting on a chair. If that feels like it's going to be the most supported position. As you find your seat, close your eyes. Find a place to rest your hands. And invite yourself here. Back to back to the mat. Back to the practice. So I always emphasize this idea of the invitation to arrive. And I emphasize this idea in the live stream because I know how difficult it can be to make the time and space for your practice in your own home. Because the home can be the source of many distractions, whether, you know, you could be sitting in a room with no sound, no external, um, no, no external activity and the, the pull of different things can be present. So I really appreciate that um, people can stick with this practice in those environments. And I, you know, I applaud you for that. So, uh, you get your, uh, class dojo points. That's what my daughter gets for paying attention in school. (laughs) So you've already done something great just by attempting this practice. So now let's begin to survey the landscape. Consider as we do this survey, as uh, we're attempting to arrive in this moment with some level of detachment. So as an observer in this place. Notice sounds in the surrounding world. Consider if you can uh, sense the temperature of the outside world. Consider if there is, a, uh, is there if there is a direction where you feel most um, most tuned into, and then attempt to move your awareness away from that hot spot. Can you sense the areas all around you in a 360-degree fashion? And start to zero your awareness into the immediate surroundings. With the eyes closed, can you get a sense of the room that you inhabit, where the walls are, how high or low the ceiling is, the texture of the floor and your mat? a light source perhaps in the room, movement of air, whether there's another living being present with you, be it a person, a pet or a plant consider how you experience whether you experience the energy of that other being Now begin to turn this this sensory inquiry inward. Begin to experience your own body with curiosity. And then again, just as you surveyed the landscape externally, Survey the landscape internally and again consider if there is a hot spot or two, a place where your uh, attention is being drawn. And if necessary, you might adjust your position to alleviate pain or tension from that area. And then see if you cannot survey the rest of the body. Notice the whole being. And now Turn to your breath in and out through your nostrils begin the practice of ujjayi pranayama the triumphant uprising breath you can kind of think of the, I was thinking of this breath as a calling forth uh, uh, um, a bringing forth of energy that you will use for the challenges of this practice. So build and cultivate your slow, deep, triumphant breath pattern. we're going to practice the box breath today so uh, this is called the box breath because the uh, breath has four parts like the four sides of a square and you might uh, picture uh, in your mind's eye tracing the sides of a square as you breathe so the first part of the breath is an inhale the second part is a retention or holding the breath full third part is an exhale, and the fourth part is holding the breath empty. So as you come to the full breath, you might practice Jalandra Bandha by drawing the chin in towards the chest slightly, and then as you exhale, lifting the chin. As you practice the retention of holding the breath out, you might draw in and up on the pelvic floor, engaging Mula Bandha or root lock, and then releasing that as you come to the next inhale. So Lots of things to think about. If you're new to this breath practice, you don't need to think about all of them. Uh, It's just a way to focus the mind. So if there's enough to focus on without the bandhas, then skip them for today. Okay, so we will uh, exhale to empty the lungs. And then inhale for one, two, three, four. Fill and hold for four, three, two one. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Hold the breath out, one, two, three, four. Inhale again, one, two, three, four. Hold the lungs full, Jalandra Banda for one, two, three, four. Exhale, one, two, three, four, hold empty, one, two, three, four. One more round together, inhale, one, two, three, four, hold full, one, two, three, four, exhale, one, two, three, four, hold the lungs empty, one, two, three for two more rounds with your own count. Okay, upon completion of that final round of box breath, please bring your palms together in front of your heart. Let us chant Om together three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale, empty the lungs, and inhale for Om. Aum. Bow your head to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Welcome. Okay, we're going to remain seated here for the beginning of class, beginning of the movement today. Extend your legs forward. You might be seated up on a blanket or two to lift out of the low back with the legs extended forward. You might adjust your seat by grabbing the flesh of your buttocks and drawing it back and apart to get a nice Uh, solid connection between your sits bones and the surface beneath them. Take your hands along the sides of your body as we come into staff pose. So uh, we're trying to, again, create a tall spine, broad chest. And this week, we'll uh, often notice how the dimensions of our bodies are all all a little different. So um, I feel like I have short shortish arms in comparison to the length of my torso. So my hands tend to be right by my hips, but you might notice that your arms are a little longer. So the hands will be slightly behind the hips. So, uh, activate the legs, straight, strong legs pushing through the heels. You might even actively pull back the toenails towards the body. Uh, Engage the quadricep muscles so the kneecaps are pulling in towards the leg and then up towards the thighs. Draw the lower ribs in and back. And then from here, we're going to take the right hand to the right thigh, draw the right knee in towards the chest. And we're going to place the right hand behind. Extend the left arm up. Grow tall out of the left side and then wrap the left arm around the front of the right knee and begin to twist from left to right. So we often start with a twist, but we're just doing a slightly different twist today. So this is a variation of, I believe, Marichyasana 3. So in that pose, uh, you might eventually take the elbow to the outside of the right thigh You might even experiment with that if you're feeling uh, warm and flexible already in your practice. Continue with your breath, eventually leading the gaze over the right shoulder. Stay mindful of keeping the chest, the front of the chest broad, right shoulder blade hugging or cupping onto the back body. Cultivate slow and deep breath. Neutralize facial expressions. Notice then neutralize. And inhale, come back to center, a little counter twist. And let's do some more with this right leg. So let's uh, bring the right shin, out, let's cradle it by either hooking the left elbow underneath the right ankle or hooking the left elbow around the right ankle. And then we're just going to make some movement with this right shin, right leg. So uh, that we're using the ball socket, the hip socket here, getting a range of motion in one direction. And then the other direction. This is like the watching TV practice. So if you ever wanna be watching TV and doing yoga, you can do some of this stuff. Uh, take your right foot in both hands. Kick your foot into your hands and then draw the knee back. Do that a couple of times. And you can be synchronizing breath with movement if, uh, if you're into that, if you want another aspect to these uh, s- fairly uh, simple introductory type shapes today. And then let's extend the right leg straight. Push through the heel Pull back through the toes and just start to wake up the back of the right leg. Notice what and where you're feeling. Lift the chest. Roll the shoulders back. Keep the left leg anchoring to the floor, towards the floor. And then take the the right leg and the right hand. Let's do some out, bringing it out, bringing it in, bringing it over. And again, you can hold in any of these shapes. As you explore the range of motion of the leg from right to left, left to right. And let's cross the right leg over to the left side of the body. Grab the outside of the foot with the left hand and then again, twist to the right lift the chest. So not putting too much weight in the right hand behind you, but using the right hand just to prop up the chest as you push through the right foot. You could even sickle the right foot, pushing out through the outside edge of the foot and then pushing through the heel, push through the toes. Just notice how those different, uh, how the expression of the foot can really change the experience of the right leg. A lot of things happening here. You can think about the strength of the abdominal muscles shifting the upper body, shifting the abdomen, the torso from left to right. So again, this idea that we are exploring our bodies, exploring the experience of embodiment through these different shapes. That the shapes are not an end in themselves, but a means to an end. The end end being this... Uh, bringing our awareness into our bodies and into our minds and into the moment. Okay, release the right foot down and we'll do all that on the second side. So maybe readjust your seat. Take a moment again in staff pose and we'll uh, bring the left knee in towards the chest place the left foot on the floor, maybe a hip fist width distance between the foot and the thigh. Left hand behind, right arm reaches up and then wrap the right elbow around the front of the left thigh. punch the left shin. So again, this is a, um, this is like an introductory twist. If you uh, have the space to go deeper, you might hook the elbow to the outside of the thigh. Again, it's early on in the practice. But if you did a pre-practice practice, practice, then you might feel warmed up to do the deeper twist. Collarbones are broad. Gaze over the left shoulder. Right leg anchoring, right hip anchoring the shape. Look back, curl back, and again, neutralize the face. So notice the face, and then soften the face. So again, as I introduce this concept of uh, meeting ourselves in the moment, so as I'm giving you, as I'm giving these options for going deeper in the pose, I think a lot of us have this attachment to like, oh, that's better. That's that would be better if I could go deeper. Um, so the idea of meeting ourselves in the moment is really that we're taking care of ourselves through the practice, that we don't need to go to the next thing if what we are experiencing is offering offering these experiences of awareness and of um, depth of movement in our bodies. Okay, come back to center, maybe counter-twist. And then again, let's cradle the uh, left leg. So uh, flex the foot, draw the shin in towards the chest and either hook the elbow underneath the ankle or hook the elbow around the uh, foot and then start to make these movements with the left shin. Circles in one direction. Maybe gradually making the movements Bigger and then in the other direction. Okay, so uh, left shin parallel to the floor, grab the foot, kick and pull, push and pull. and then push. Uh, let, sweep the left leg from side to side. You can do this with uh, the, the foot in both hands, or if it's easier, bring the right hand back behind for support and just hold the left foot with the left hand as you uh, draw the leg out to the left, draw the leg through center, over to the right, and then attempt to extend the left leg. So the leg might be Pretty straight, kind of straight, really bent. Again, meet yourself where you're at because where you're at is exactly where you're at and where you need to be and the only place you have to move forward from. So, um, so, so accept (laughs) it. Accept it because really what other choice do you have? (laughs) Okay, so uh, grab the outside of the foot with the right hand. Push through the left leg. Left hand behind, and then open the chest towards the left wall. Yeah, I, I laugh because it's, I'm not saying that um, the, we can't uh, change our lives, that we can't uh, improve our situations, improve our our communities or our world. Because I, I believe that we can, but we have to start. We have to start. From here, right? We can only start from here. We can only breathe our next breath. So breathe your next breath with intention, with curiosity. Maybe start to look back over the left shoulder. Again, the left hand is not uh, bearing weight, just using the left arm to prop up the chest, keep the spine tall. And again, you might push out through different parts of the left foot. You might sickle the outside of the foot. You might push through the heel, point the toes. Again, might focus on the strength of the abdomen to make this revolution, to make this twist happening in the low spine building the twist from the low spine through the middle spine into the upper back and eventually into the neck. And then back to center, release the left leg down, come back once again into the staff pose. And then we're just going to start to drape the body forward into um, Paschimottanasana, So sits bones are grounded, legs are toned, and think about it, at least for my class, we very rarely do this pose in the beginning of the practice. So it is likely that you are not fully folded forward to the extent that you are used to. So this is early on in the practice. I'll remind you again. So be where you're at. Notice what and where you're feeling. Reach your chin towards your toes. Pull your toes towards your chin. And then you might release the head down. Maybe you bring some padding between your legs and your head to rest your head in the form of a blanket or a couple of blocks. just thinking nothing nothing uh (laughs) helps uh break up that ego faster than doing something that you're usually doing something poorly that you're usually good at (laughs) or that you perceive yourself to be good at so doing uh poses at different parts of the practice can kind of have that effect is, is my my thinking here Breathe into the back body. Notice what and where you're feeling. Again, the reminder that the poses are a a means, not an end. Okay, grab the legs or the feet, pull the chest forward, curl the heart and gaze up, and then walk the hands back. Okay, take any props off to the side of your mat as you come up to standing. Stand in Tadasana. Spread the toes, press down through the feet, tone the legs, lift up, grow tall through the spine, broad chest, become your mountain. Then as you inhale next, sweep your arms overhead, look up, reach up as your palms touch, exhale and float forward, fingertips to the floor, head low, hips high, inhale, lift halfway, fingertips to the shin, shoulder blades on the back, exhale and flow forward, release the head. Inhale. Gather space. Rise. Push up. Reach down. Exhale. Hands through heart. Center arms to your sides again. Inhale. Sweep up. Exhale. Flow forward. Inhale. Half lift. Exhale. Release down. Head low. Hips high. Inhale. Come on up again. Push down. Reach up. Exhale, hands through heart center, Tadasana. One more time with your own breath. Okay, hands to your sides. Place your left foot on the floor, root it down. Bring your right heel to a hover. Establish balance on the left leg. Gaze soft and steady at the floor or the wall in front of you. Take your arms to your sides and begin to swing the right leg forward and back. If you're kicking a wall, just, you know, move back a little bit away from the wall. (laughs) Give yourself some space, in other words, and then start to swing with some reckless abandon. Have fun with it and just notice how the upper body is accommodating this movement. It's so cool how the body moves (laughs) and it's so cool how the body falls on the floor. Okay. Uh, Let's do um, tree pose. Right knee, right toes, turn out. Place the foot to the inside of the calf, thigh, or lotus leg. So uh, lotus leg, you would grab the outside edge of the right foot with the left hand. Turn the right knee down. Whatever leg position you have chosen, push down through the left leg. Tone the left leg. Root to rise. So become... The tree embody the um, the integrity. Is this is tree. A tree has integrity, right? <laughs> the strength, the um, the patience of a tree. Consider a tree having patience. I love the uh, the Ents, right? In the um, Middle Earth. What is it called? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> How they move so slowly. (laughs) So be the tree, moving slowly, rooting down. Balance takes time. Wow, that's a good lesson. Balance takes time. So that's something that um, you can raise your arms overhead. You can keep holding the left foot if you have the lotus leg, or you can attempt to release that foot. uh, And if it slips, then grab it again. So be growing your tree, and if your tree falls over, replant it. Um, what did I say that I thought was good? <laughs> Balance takes time. Yeah, uh, it brings to mind this idea that um, that I have sometimes that if I'm not doing something right now, then um, I'm not doing that thing ever at all. And I constantly need to remind myself that that's not true, that... Um, Who who we are, uh, who we are as individuals, who we are as a, you know, species, who we are, you know, as a planet, Uh, not everything is being, um, not everything is being presented or expressed at any given moment. But that doesn't mean that it's not, um, it's not enfolded in this being or in this uh, life. Like, yeah, so balance takes time. (laughs) So I might be angry or frustrated, but that's not all that I am. That's just a part of it and balance will come. I'll swing the other way and be loving and radiant in another moment. But sometimes it's hard to remember that. Okay. So let your tree regrow into the earth, right foot down, and we'll start that journey into building a tree on the second side. Press down through the left foot, establish your base, establish your roots, and then hands to hips, left heel to a hover, lengthen down through the heel, pull back through the toes, establish your gaze, your balance, and then start to... Swing the left leg, you know, with some caution at first, and then start to swing with reckless abandon. Arms get into the mix, get into the fun here. Practicing your your uh, soccer kick, you're like a soccer goalie kicking the ball, or maybe football is your preference. <laughs> Whatever kind of ball, I practiced. I did some yoga with that. Uh, my daughter's class online the other day, and I had them picture their favorite ball, so you can picture your favorite ball, and you're just kicking your favorite ball as far as you can kick it. Okay, and then start to swing less, until you get control over that left leg, so you can come into the tree pose on the second side. Root down through the right foot, turn the left knee, left toes out, place the foot to the inside of the calf or thigh, or take that lotus leg again. So again, with the lotus leg, let's bend the knee as much as you can bend it closed, and then uh, grab, grab hold of the outside of the left foot, turn the left thigh downward, bring the left hand to the heart space, or both hands to the heart space. And again, patience as you root down, as you rise up, Maybe the branches begin to grow. Maybe you stay with your eyes on the earth. Maybe you take your gaze to the horizon. Maybe you even take your gaze up to the sky. you fall over reroot regrow your tree again tree takes a tree takes time to grow takes patience takes patience to achieve this balance okay release the left foot down shake out the left leg and we'll do our sea salutations. So, uh, just because I love them and they're fun. So you can uh, step to the top of your mat. Make sure you have room in front of you. Make sure you have room behind you. And you can do these uh, movements with the feet apart, hip width distance, or you can attempt to bring the inner feet together. So that will be a little challenging for the balance when you come up from the wave and into the um, ha- the half uh, half awkward chair pose. So you can try it both ways. Place your feet. Inhale, raise the arms overhead. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, half lift, and then exhale, sit down into your seat. You can bring the fingertips behind you as you lower your hips. Inhale, look forward, reach forward, waistline back, hips low. And then exhale, lower the hips, sweep the legs overhead. And then inhale, roll back forward like a wave, back to the half chair. Exhale,
1: push the hips high, release the head low. Inhale, come
0: all the way to standing. Rise up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Again, inhale, rise. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, take your seat. Inhale, reach the arms. Exhale, lower the hips, sweep the legs. Inhale, come back, forward balance. Exhale, hips low,
1: hips high, head low.
0: Inhale, rise, climb the mountain, reach up. Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides Again, inhale, lift. Exhale, flow forward, inhale, rise, exhale, take your seat, inhale, arms forward, exhale, lower the hips, sweep the legs, inhale, come forward, balance, exhale, hips high, head low, inhale, rise, push down, reach up, palms touch, exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides, again, with your own breath count. back into Dasna, back at the mountain okay we are going to do uh, some standing poses today so it's been a minute since we have done our uh, goddess wide-legged forward fold sequence that uh, many of you are familiar with doing with me in the past so have your blocks in uh, on the floor in front of you Uh, for the wide-legged forward fold, but first we're going to take our goddess shape. So take your heels about three to three and a half feet apart. As I always say, you can adjust and we come down. And turn your toes out at about a 45 degree angle. Hands start on the hips. Throw on your superhero cape, tall spine. And then begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes. So again, knees bend in the direction of the toes as though you're Hips are in an elevator shaft going straight down to the knee level. Hips are going down to knee level in your elevator. Extend through the inner thighs. Contract through the outer hips. I can tell it's been a while since we've done this together. (laughs) Can you extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, weight in the heels, inhale, sweep the arms overhead, exhale, let's take right elbow under left elbow, eagle arms, palms together, or grab shoulders, lift the elbows, forearms away from the face, as the arms lift, upper body back, hips sink low, extension through the inner thighs, five, four, three, two, and one. Let's straighten the legs. Sweep the arms overhead, reach up, exhale, left arm underneath the right, eagle arms, palms or shoulders, (laughs) palms together or hands to shoulders, and then again, sink those hips down. Weight in the heels, upper body back, lengthen through the tailbone. Remember, always be breathing. For five, four, three, two, and one. Press the feet down, straighten the legs, sweep the arms overhead. Exhale one more time, arms down like football goalposts. Hips sink, taking the elevator shaft down, lengthen through the inner thighs, and then take the hands to the thighs. Draw the right shoulder forward, pushing out through the right inner thigh. Inhale to center. Exhale, left shoulder forward, pushing out through the left inner thigh. Inhale, center again. Right elbow, right shoulder forward. Inhale, center, left shoulder forward. One more round. Inhale, center. Exhale, right. Inhale, center. Exhale left, inhale center, push the legs straight, heel toe the feet together. Oh, I I completely forgot about our invisible hula hoop. So grab your invisible hula hoop, place it around your waist and let's get going. So 2020 was the year of the hula hoop. I think we'll all remember it very clearly as the year of the hula hoop. Um, (laughs) This year, I'm trying to uh, roller skate, so that's been fun. It's kind of hard to find a place to roller skate, but um, yeah, (laughs) it's just another stupid human trick, like rollers, like, um, like uh, hula hooping. Okay, other way. (laughs) And I might have told you guys this before. I say stupid human tricks. uh, It used to be a segment on the David Letterman Show. And my mom, when I was about six years old, flew to New York to be on the David Letterman Show to do a stupid human trick. Okay, uh, step your feet wide apart. (laughs) One of our family's proudest memories. Okay, take your feet wide apart. And wide as relative here. Uh, outer edges of the feet parallel to the outer edges of your mat, and then turn your toes in slightly, tone the muscles of your legs, roll your shoulders back, open your chest, look up, and then exhale, hinge at the hips, chest parallel to the floor, plant your wrists below your shoulders, press your thigh bones back, crown of the head forward, lengthen the spine, and as you're ready, take it on down, keep the legs and hips as they are, extend the crown of your head towards the floor, walk your hands back, And again, this causes this idea that we haven't done, we haven't done this at least as a, as a um, class together for a while. So uh, if you have not done this pose in a while, you may not be in the same expression of this pose that you were the last time that you were here. And that can be a frustrating place to be. But uh, you're here now notice what and where you're feeling.
1: You might bring some height underneath your head in the form of a block or a blanket. And that will uh, will help us to lengthen. That will will eventually help us to get deeper towards the floor because we can connect with this sense of extending down through the head, down through the neck, down the length of the spine, creating more space, more freedom, if you will. less restriction. Uh, So if you like, just go ahead
0: and turn this into a headstand. So um, you can do that, do the tripod headstand by placing your
1: uh, wrist shoulder width distance apart, elbows bent at a 90 degree angle, push down through the head, push down through the hands, lift the shoulders away from the ears, and then shift weight out of the feet and float the feet, Up and overhead, likely you'll have to press your thighs back, lengthen the tailbone up. Just an option. And now that we've been down for a little while, is it possible that things have already started to open up? You've started to liberate those vertebra, (laughs) created more space for the head to go deeper to a lower prop or perhaps even to the floor.
0: And gradually start to walk your hands back below your shoulders, hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back and up from the waistline, back to standing, heel toe the feet back together. Okay, quick invisible hula hoop, one direction, and the other direction. Okay, next we will do uh, our standing pose series of um, warrior two, triangle, and side angle. So take blocks to either side of your mat, if you have blocks. Step to the center of your mat, feet together, hands together in front of your heart. Turn up the outside edges of your mouth. Here comes some standing poses. Exhale, hop or step your feet wide apart. Extend through the arms, extend through the legs. Turn your toes in just slightly if you'd like. As you extend, strengthen. Strong arms, strong legs. Turn your left toes out. Bring the block to the outside of the left ankle square your hips and chest forward again, legs strong, bend the left knee down, down, down to a square-ish position, right leg strong, draw the left ribs forward, right ribs back, hips and chest squared forward, extension through the left inner thigh, contraction through the left outer hip, lengthen the tailbone down, press the right thigh bone back, and then look out, beyond the left fingertips into the battle, the battle that you are facing in your life and in which you will be a strong and mindful warrior. Ground through the right foot, soften the edges of the mouth. And we're also, let's be a peaceful warrior too. Right arm on the right leg, left palm to the sky and curl back. Look up beyond the left tricep muscles. As the left hip sinks, lift along the left side body. Length from the waistline through the fingertips. Right hand lowers gradually down the right leg. Notice what and where you're feeling. Feel it all. Whole body pose. Not that any poses are not whole body poses. Okay, back to the warrior. Straighten the right leg. Take the block to the outside of the shin. Maybe start it on its highest height. Come back up, square the hips, square the chest. Exhale, left hand straight down to that block. Right arm to the ceiling, stack the shoulders. Tone the legs. Extend down through the left inner thigh grounding that left big toe ball mount, pull the left hip crease back away from the left armpit. Keep awareness in the right leg, right leg is strong. And then perhaps bring the block to a lower setting. So make sure you can keep extending the crown of the head forward, keep stacking the shoulders. And then again, experiment with the block height What works for you? What's challenging? What's interesting? What's accessible? Or just, just, oh, just, you know, at your edge, edge of accessibility. So if you look at the body, if you're listening, there's probably plenty to keep you interested in your experience of this shape. So just take a few breaths here, surveying the moment, noticing the mind's interpretation or reactions to this moment. then draw back up through the right arm. Come back to center. Look at the left knee. Bend the left knee back to warrior two. And then left forearm to left thigh. Right arm to the sky. Extend through the left inner thigh. And with the arm on the thigh, I really think you have more uh, opportunity to engage the core to strengthen the abdominal muscles in this shape. So lift the left Waistline away from the left thigh, even as the left knee bends deeply, and then try to draw the left ear away from the left shoulder. Right arm to the sky. Anchor the back leg. Right arm parallel to the floor. Pinky edge of the hand to the floor. Sweep the left arm over the left ear, and then look up beyond the left tricep muscles. Again, push down with the forearm. Lift with the ribs. Lift with the left ear. Notice the face, soften the face, extend the right side body. Again, a pose where there's plenty to notice. Meet the moment. Right arm to the sky, lift up, straighten the left leg, hands to hips, turn the left toes forward, turn the right toes out. Square the hips and chest, bend the right knee, keeping the hips and chest squared forward so the right ribs probably shift forward, the left ribs probably shift back, left leg strong, arms to the height of the shoulders. Extension through the right inner thigh, make sure the knee is pointing in the same direction as the toes, right towards the back of your mat, and then right outer hip draws in. Okay, look out into the battle. Stand in your strength. Okay, peaceful warrior. Left hand to the thigh. Right palm to the sky. And then curl back. Crescent the upper body. Lengthen from the right waistline out through the right fingertips. Look up beyond the right tricep muscles. Extend through the right inner thigh, back leg straight and strong. Inhale back to warrior two, straighten the right leg, place the right, the block at the outside of the right shin, maybe start on the high setting. Ground through the right big toe, lift into the right kneecap, square the hips. Lengthen the arms and then exhale, right hand to the block, left arm to the sky. Push down through the left foot. I'm going to experiment with turning the left toes in slightly. Notice how that changes the shape. Draw the right ribs forward, lift the right ribs away from the right thigh. And then maybe bring the block to a lower setting for more challenge. more challenge, if you need more challenge. So again, be curious. Likely you've done this pose many times before. How is today different? And the, one of the big challenges of yoga I've noticed is that we don't, I don't just get better at it. I don't just get... <laughs> I, every practice is not easier or more rewarding than the practice before. My poses don't always look quote-unquote better than they did last time. Again, the poses are a means. A means to an experience. Okay, come on up. (laughs) Okay, what do we do next? Uh, Bend the right knee. uh, Right forearm to the thigh, left arm to the ceiling. Extend through the right inner thigh. Stack the shoulders, lift the right ribs away from the right thigh, lift the right ear away from the right shoulder. Take the left hand forward, pinky edge of the hand towards the floor, sweep the arm over the ear. I adjusted my back foot, just so if anybody was experimenting with turning the toes in, it just didn't work for me, it's too too much of a strain on my ankle. Push down through the right forearm, lift the right ribs, lift the right ear, look up. Meet the moment. Left arm to the sky, pull up. Turn the right toes forward, hands together, heart center. Exhale, hop or step your feet back together. Then walk it out a little bit. We gotta do our headstand. We haven't done a headstand yet today. So I know who's out there. Hi, Mary, Jason, Lisa, Susanna. You guys got your headstand going. So let's uh, let's do some variations on headstand. Go to the wall if you're using a wall for headstand. And then interlace the fingers. Plant the elbows, come on up, forearm dog pose, keeping the shoulders over the elbows, lift the hips higher,
1: and then lower your head to the floor. Back of the head, cupped between the heels of the hands, push down with the hands, push down, or push down with the forearms, push down with the head, and then lift one leg. Slowly float the other leg up to meet the first leg. And then we'll do that again. So first leg comes down. Other leg comes down, and then we're going to lift with the opposite leg, bringing it all the way up, 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 and then the other leg leg floats to follow. Come into your headstand, point the toes, squeeze the legs together, flex the feet, push the heels to the sky. And do you practice headstand with your feet together or your feet apart? Be curious. I'm not saying one way is better we're more correct than the other. I'm not saying that somebody else might say that. <laughs> Do you believe them? I don't know. Okay. Let's take, this is our first splits. So let's take the left leg forward and right leg back. Push through the inseam of the right leg. Push through the inseam of the left leg. Lengthen up through the tailbone. Squeeze the legs back to center, back together. Right leg forward, left leg back. Push through the inner heel of the right leg. Push through the inner heel of the left leg. Lengthen up to your tailbone. And then squeeze the legs together. Slowly lower the legs down when you're ready. Come to a child's pose. When you're ready, you can have some more breath, a little more time up in your headstand if you're Liking it up there. When you come to the child's pose, rest the hips, rest the heart, rest the head, extend the arms forward, rest the arms. Return to the breath. Arrive in the present moment. Sweep the arms back, palms turn up, heads of the arm bones, relax, rest forward. Round up
0: through your spine. Push your way into a rock pose. Let the shoulders settle down, the back, collarbones broad. Neutralize the spine. Then push your way up into a kneeling position. You can have blocks on either side of your ankles. We have done very, very few back bends today, so this camel might be um, <laughs> might be a little uh, uh, different than your usual camel at this point in the practice. So take the hands to the back pockets of your yoga pants. Press the flesh of your buttocks down. Lengthen the tailbone. Lift along the front of the pelvis. Roll the shoulders back. Lift the heart. Lift the gaze. Lengthen the back of the neck. Start to curl back. Look back, curl back into the unknown. Look back, curl back, lift the heart. Maybe explore behind you, bringing fingertips to blocks, rolling the shoulders back. If that feels accessible, you might tuck the toes, reach for the heels. If you have the heels, you might flatten the feet. You might keep the head suspended, release the head back. It's your camel. You're the camel. Be, be your own camel.
1: Every camel's different. Hands to hips,
0: hips forward, ribs forward, chest forward, head comes up last, knees together, sit back on your heels, settle into your rock pose, lengthen through the low spine, settle the shoulder blades, soften the face, soften the gaze, back to the breath. Okay, stand back up on the knees. One more camel pose. Might have those blocks there for support. Lengthen down through the tailbone. Keep the hips over the knees. Either hands in the back pocket or if you'd like, turn the fingertips up towards the shoulders. Roll the shoulders back. Lift the heart up. Take the gaze along the ceiling. Down towards the back wall. Down the back wall. Keep this head suspended or release the head. Bring the hands to the blocks. Thumbs on the outside, fingers on the inside, widen the inner elbows out to either side of the room, maybe hands to heels, explore. Hands to hips, hips forward, ribs forward, chest forward, head comes up last. Knees together, heels together, hips to heaps, <laughs> hips to the heels, neutralize the spine, rock pose, you rock pose. This rock rocks. really real stream of consciousness uh dialogue here or monologue here with the the teaching uh just as a a teaser um lynn uh has been you know she's in the process of getting her her shots getting the vaccine and she asked me if when she was done getting the vaccine if she could come uh practice some monday morning in here with me so I was, I was into that idea. So one of these mornings, it's going to be me and Lynn in here doing the practice with y'all. Okay, uh, take, keep the knees together, angle your shins apart, point the toes, you can grab the flesh of the calves, pull it back and apart, and take a seat between your heels. Settle into your sits bones, grow tall along your spine, coming into hero pose, and this may or may not require some height underneath the hips. If it is painful for the knees, I would suggest some height underneath the hips. It is If it is straining the ankles in an um, <laughs> intolerable way, then I'd suggest putting a blanket underneath the shins. And we're going to attempt to go back. So I just so rarely have us do this, but um, let's try it. So
1: elbows down to the floor, extend the knees, keep the sits bones grounded. And I've always... Um, I've always been curious about this point so as I come to about this point for me what I always do is just lift the hips
0: a little bit tuck the tailbone to lengthen the low back giving me space to come all the way back that's just what I do I feel like um, I haven't received a lot of uh, specific instruction about that so um, I know that Jason you uh, teach this poses uh, saddle pose so I think that's what it's called in Mian. So um, if you have any pointers on this pose, I'd love to hear them. Um, But come into your version of this reclined hero or saddle pose and just notice what and where you're feeling this. You can take your arms overhead, maybe grab the uh, opposite
1: elbows, lengthen along the back of the neck. push the knees, uh, extend the knees forward and then try to push the knees down, downward.
0: Okay, if you're all
1: the way down, grab the
0: feet, push the elbows down, lift the chest, lift the head. Come on, back out the same way you came in. Come forward of the knees and then sweep the legs forward. So we are going to uh, do, we got a fourth person. Welcome uh, fourth person or fifth person actually. So we are going to do our splits with the wall. So bring the short end of your mat, a short end of your mat to some wall space and uh, take, if you have blocks, please take them to either side of your mat. We're going to start with the left leg forward, back toes tucked against the wall, and perhaps you have some padding underneath that right knee in the form of a blanket or a doubled up mat. So we'll start with uh, the left knee bent in a 90 degree angle, hands on the blocks either side of the front foot. Right toes tucked at the wall, and then we're going to extend the left leg straight. So push through the heel like you're pushing on a gas pedal. You can even bring your uh, fingertips to the base of your right big or your left big toe mound. Push the ball mound of your left toe into your right hand. Pull back through the toenails. Pull back through the knee. Pull back through the hip. Be here now. Meet this moment. Notice what and where you're feeling. And then you might start to slide the left heel forward. Pull back with the left heel. Draw forward with the right knee. Draw the hands back so you can kind of lift the spine tall, lengthen the tailbone down. So it's an expansion and a contraction. Expansion and contraction. So those things are kind of happening simultaneously. Sole of my foot looks really dirty. It's not. It's just a shadow. (laughs) I try to be clean for these things. Okay. Slide the heel forward again. Draw back. Draw back. Draw in. Draw back. Push through the right big toe into the wall. Extending through the inseam of the right leg. Probably feeling the psoas on the right side. think about your pelvic your pelvis tilting up so instead of tilting and pouring forward lengthen through the tailbone lift through the front of the pelvic uh, crests and then if you have it in you if you're curious go to that deepest depth so this is a this is a pose that um, you know we're just meeting it for the first time this week. <laughs> Uh, if you do this practice again, you will uh, likely um, see see uh, improvement, or if you want to call it improvement, you will see this uh, pose being freed up, liberated over uh, practice and time. With practice and time, okay. Come on out, slide the left heel back, and then left knee to the floor, left toes, tuck at the wall, right leg forward. Start in the runner's stretch, hands on uh, either, I said the hands on the either side of the foot, bring your hands to more either side of your thigh or even your hips. lengthen through the left heel, pull back through the left toes, lift into the left kneecap, draw back through the left outer hip, and then push, expand, and contract. So just maybe uh, maybe start with four inches, five inches, six inches sliding forward. Reach your depth gradually. So you're a deep sea diver. You don't want to go down all at once. Great metaphor because call, it's called the bends. So we do a lot of bending in yoga. You don't want to bend all at once. Tuck the tailbone, lift the front edges of the uh, pelvic crest. And then again, slide forward, expand and contract, expand and contract, push it and pull it. <laughs> Lengthen and strengthen. Okay, let's go to our deepest depth. And you might find that your deepest depth is different on one side than the other. So consider also that the back of the right thigh is coming to the floor at about the same rate as the front of the uh, back thigh. So back of the right thigh um, is coming down to the mat at the same rate as the front of the left thigh. So what tends to happen is the right thigh touches down the left hip lifts up. So um, with this alignment of the splits, we're trying to lower them both down at the same rate. So push down through the inseam, push back through the inseam of the left foot into the wall. Couple more breaths. And then back on out of there. Great job, everyone. We're going to slow it down come on to your back maybe dim the lights maybe put on put your socks back on draw your knees up cup the knees with the hands shift the hips side to side shift the knees side to side Then draw the knees in and up towards the armpits. Happy baby, take hold outside edges of your feet. One leg down then the other. Rock from side to side. Soles of the feet together, interlace your fingers, widen out through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, lengthen along the back body. Low back to the floor, chin tucks back the neck long. Reclined bound angle. And then finally, give yourself a big hug. Draw your knees together. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. Squeeze in.
1: Chin to chest. Forehead towards your to the knees. Tuck your tailbone.
0: Squeeze in. And then extend out. Make your way into your expression of savasana, a position that will feel restorative, a position that will feel supported. Comfortable. Maybe it's lying on your back. Maybe it's legs up the wall. Maybe it's a goddess pose or a um, supported child's pose. Make it a ritual getting to this shape so that there is um, some reverence here for this time of settling down, this time of rest and reflection. Make some adjustments,
1: settle the shoulders, lengthen the low back, release the feet, soften the thighs, unfurl the fingers, open the palms,
0: broaden the forehead, slacken the cheeks,
1: soften the eyes. Slow the breath.
0: And let the body and mind settle.
1: might be helpful to visualize a pool of water.
0: Maybe it's a pool that you've been to or a pool of your dreams. Maybe it's something that's been built by my, by humans or something that exist in nature. Give the pool a
1: surrounding area, a depth, a setting. Perhaps it's night, perhaps it's sunrise, perhaps it's the middle of the day. Hot or cold, sunny or cloudy. Imagine this body of water settling so that the surface of this pool becomes
0: reflective, unbroken, undisturbed. From looking above,
1: one could see straight through, straight down to the depths. while at the same time the
0: whole sky is reflected on the unbroken,
1: glass-like, mirror-like surface.
0: a ripple of movement down into your fingers and toes. Then begin to reanimate your body, maybe rocking arms and legs from side to side or the back of your head. You might even like to stretch your arms overhead as you bend your knees, feet on the floor. Roll onto one side of your body, supporting the head with the corresponding arm transitioning from the corpse pose through this fetal position and then back into a comfortable seat. Cross your legs, lengthen your spine. Bring your hands together at your heart. We'll close practice with the single single sound of Aum. Exhale and do the lungs. And inhale for Aum. Thank you for your presence, your patience, and your devotion to this practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste. Thank you, guys. Again, I really commend those of you who show up and do the practice with me. I it's I love it, um, and I hope that I hope that you're enjoying it too. <laughs> Please uh, get in touch with me if, if you have any questions, comments, requests, concerns. Um, you can text me or email me at athenspublic@gmail.com. At um, yeah. Please uh, be in touch and I will be here again next week.